check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing. Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host. This is a great day because we're doing the conclusion of a two-part series on Elizabeth Ward's comeback family. They are the comeback family. They're the overcomers. They are the ones that no matter what she went through, her daughter went through, they still was, they rised up to the occasion of God. God brought them through the storm. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Thank you. Let's talk about the essay. Your daughter wrote an essay in August 2018. In the first episode, I talked about different parts of the essay. The essay, um, the title is The Sunshine Behind the Clouds. That topic right there, just the sunshine (laughs) behind the clouds, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So take us back to... When Michael was coming in and uh, coming back and forth mm-hmm. to the house, he was still paying the bills, still sending money, but he wasn't, he was absent. Right. Absent yeah. from the family. The dynamic of the house, I mean, even when he was gone and you would see Lauren, the dynamic of the house is completely different, you know, when, right. when he did that. And then I um, basically... Not only did Lauren lose a father, when I say lose him, he should, yes. as she knew him. Yes, yes. Um, she also lost her mother, too. Yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, for two years, solid, I was inconsolable. I There was no talking to me. Uh, I actually had family and friends angry at me because they're, I'm a very upbeat person, very yes. happy in general. Yes. Uh, high energy, and all my energy was depleted. I was in depression that I've never felt before. In fact, I now can feel for people that have, have that. Yes. Because I, I'm not a person that is normally depressed. Yes. Um, You're a positive person. I am. So uh, when that happened to me, like she says in the essay, I did close myself into my bedroom. I slept a lot. I didn't want to get up. Uh, I had a neighbor actually check on me once. I just was not functioning. My, wow. my daughter was actually, and I know this isn't probably a big deal to some people, but, but we're Italian. She was eating jarred spaghetti sauce every day. With Yeah, and that's, and it, uh, that, that's unheard of in Italian. <laughs> yeah, house. thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's that was like, uh, totally unheard yeah, of. The poor kid was kind of fending for herself. I know family was worried about her. Um, yes. And I just, I at one point, when it's all over, I did apologize to her. I said, I can't apologize to how I felt because I couldn't help it. Um, but I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. And she said, but mom, I did get to see you get back up again. See, so that, and that, that's what it is so because you you have to know you've got to get back up again. And everybody gets it back, back up again at different times, right. okay? And friends and family <laughs> want you to get up and Yesterday. get back. Yeah, they do. They yeah. do. I remember when Dave was in the hospital, you know, um, Two people spoke in my life, my bishop and a good friend of mine, Cynthia Daniels. A shout out to them too. 
because those two spoke in my life and they told me that God said, never forget where he said he was going to bring David back. Wow. But he said, don't you ever forget, you know, mm -hmm. where I brought him from and what I gave back to you. And so there's probably times that people are like, I, we've heard David's story a thousand times. Well, you're going to hear it a thousand right. more because you yeah. know what? That's a testimony. Okay. And so you can't forget that, but it does take time for you to process it. And and I I will say I see both sides of it because there is people in your life that really want you to get back to living life because they just love you and they just right, don't want you to go through. some of the pain too. Yeah. But it, I, if I could just ask that people just have patience if you see someone going yes. through something like yes. this. Yes. And speak, li speak life in them. Yes. Don't yes. and now I will say don't enable, but right. you know yes, have patience with them and just know, especially with your situation because you you lost a husband. Uh, eventually, you lost a provider. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, I did. So you've been a stay-at-home uh, wife and mother. Mm -hmm. You made cakes on the side, mm -hmm. but that wasn't paying the bills oh, no. No. solely. Mm -hmm. So you didn't lose just a husband. You lost your friend, the yes. friend that you had in him, and you just lost the provider and the protector, yes. okay, of your household. And so speak a little bit about on the providing part, you know, right. that he always provided. Right. So he did, he did, and that was fine. It was getting to be sporadic, though, because what happened was Michael kept, um, after he left, and the final time that he left, I said, this is it. <laughs> Finally, I did say, no more. Why did, so, why did you say this um, is it? Because I saw how it was affecting my daughter. And once I saw that, because she, you know, she's a strong little one, and um, but once I saw her and she was like every time he come home she was like waiting to see when he'd leave too and that was an insecure feeling yes and that I, you were allowing her to see yes yeah and the next thing you know he was leaving again and I checked on her and she was like in fetal position uh, in a can you imagine chair. for a mother to see their child in a fetal yeah, position that was not like her and, and part of part of you you know you wanted your husband and you wanted to put your life back to what it used to be yes you know, but at the same time, you're seeing this child be affected by the new normal. Right. And we couldn't, see, we couldn't fix it without God, without help. We had to, he, we had, we needed major help there. And, and, he, and didn't he was seek. not ready for that. He, he didn't, he, he Did, Had just stopped lost. going to church? Well, no, this is when he was. Still so going to church. He was coming back and forth. No, this was at the very end when he had moved out for a okay. while. He was up in. In a, in a whole other state, and he moved at least twelve times that I know of. I kind of instead of where's where's Waldo, it was like where's where's Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, three years, uh, guys. He moved twelve times in three years yes. that I know of. There's probably some more, and I it was Speak very about sad. That. I, I I remember being on the phone with him once. Uh, he, this is the most profound thing he said. This is when we were first separated. And he was a back and forth a couple times. And he said, Elizabeth, he said, wherever I am, I want to be someplace else. Wow. Yeah. So he because, wasn't happy. No, he, because nowhere. he, he wasn't happy. He has some deep issues and he'll admit to that. Yeah. And it's very sad. So imagine living with somebody 
like that. You yes. don't know the next time, are they getting bored, are they getting antsy, are they going to leave again? So Where was he, the mistress? Oh, she, at that point, I don't know, she was probably staying with him. Okay. I know he lived with her in her home state there for a little bit. Okay. Then they were in my old home state, which was his for a little bit. Okay. Then he came back down to me and, and left her and tried oh, wow. to come back out of the... You know, so that's what I mean. It was just so messy. It was just so... So what was uh, the mess. turning point? That last time when I saw Lauren like that and I said, now now when you... Because he was leaving again. I said, okay. now this time when you go, you can't come back. Because I was already at that point, I was emotionally getting stronger. So I was able okay. to do that. Okay. I was actually okay. able to say, now you can't come back. Okay. And he was okay with it. He knew that. So So financially, like, you were oh, still making cake. Okay. Yes. How did and the job was, come? Okay. So at that point, I had already gotten a little part-time job. Okay. And I thank God for that job because for nine about nine months after he left, I wasn't working at all. I couldn't actually, anyway, right. even if I wanted to. Right. They would hire me in the shape I was in. I was like, I, I was just miserable and right. sad. But then I got a little bit better, and the salon that I had gone to get my hair done, the owner, right. she was the owner, she had offered me a position at the yes. front desk, and I took it. And even there, they were patient with me there because let me tell you, there were days I was, I was sick, you know, and I had the, all the girls there. Let me tell you, those girls are still magnolias at that sal salon. Really? Yes. And they, what salon? they brought Bella Salon and Spa. In okay. Bellville. It's a wonderful place. And Shout all, out to them. Yes, absolutely. And all those women in there, um, they were a wonderful support for me. Okay. Um, and helped bring me back to, you know, to, to be able to function. Yes. So I had a place to go every day to, I got up to get dressed. Um, to speak with people, to have a reason to... To, to live. Uh, yes, I was working. And mm -hmm. it was very good for me. And then, you know, started part-time, and then it's full-time. And I, I have a, a pretty strong position over there now. And That's I, I awesome. I do a lot, and I enjoy it. I, you know, I'm very... I'm thankful for that, that job. Um, so, so, let me ask you this. I, when we were talking earlier, you were saying that, you know, it's hard to get back in the workplace when you've been out of yes. work. Speak on oh, that. so that that's that was the other position. So now Michael is gone, and he made it clear. He really, genuinely was. I knew when if we were going to get this divorce, it was going to be applicable. He he was going to give me the house. He wasn't trying, you know, the finances. We didn't argue over that. He just wanted out. Yeah, he just wanted out. He just didn't. This want, he said about, oh, yeah. he didn't want to be a family man. Right. He wanted. He, he wanted to. Just so adults, I just, guess. Yeah, just do whatever he wanted to do. And he literally had said, he goes, I will always take care of you and Lauren. So uh -huh. he wanted to do okay. that. I know that. And um, he, But he couldn't do that if you're all over the place. Every time you move, that's very costly. Oh, it's very. So It's very. And you can't take care of two homes. No. No, and he was like living in, you know, very, you know, little crappy places. As yeah. Put it, and that was getting old. So anyway, he was kind of spiraling downward. But I was getting stronger emotionally, which is good. This is where it takes us to this part. Because what ended up happening next, if I was not emotionally stronger... And I financially stronger probably, because you were providing oh, more. Because yes. you said that eventually oh, he yeah. wasn't able to... He wasn't providing. And, right. and the money wasn't coming in. No, it wasn't because he was moving all over. He could not... It was and not see, that's sporadic. what scares me, guys. You know, I talk about this a lot is, you know... Regardless if a husband and wife, you know, 
to, of these days and times, you know, make the decision for a wife to stay home. You know, like Elizabeth talked about, did she lost her identity? She just, you know, it was like the more and more she stayed home, the more and more she lost herself. And I'm like, okay, you gotta have, and I hate to say this, but that plan B, because, mm -hmm. because with like, Thank God that Michael did provide mm -hmm. for X amount of time. As long as he could. But yeah. everybody, I, I know other relationships that busted up that they didn't provide anything. The money's cut off immediately. Right. And these women are left holding the bag. And it's like, when you've been out of workforce, like you right. said. She and, was, then that, and that was a problem, too, is what kind of position could I get being out of work for 10 years? Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, that was, that was a, a problem. So the, so I, I took what I could get and right. it turned out to be something good, but, um, thank God, but, but thank God's right. And I, and it's so funny because on that salary, even without Michael's income, yes. that's why on paper, it does not make sense that I'm still in my home. It does. I mean, it didn't make this sense. This woman didn't lose anything. No, though. I did not lose my home. It came very close to. Uh, but I will tell and you, and ni a nice home for her and her daughter. Yes, only God can do that. Oh yeah. Now, like you said, you have to be proactive. You have to do things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that, so I'm going to explain why, though, the income completely stopped. Okay, explain um, it. Michael, uh, unfortunately, decided one day that he just he he just kind of lost it. And I'm sure there was some substance abuse. I don't know that for a fact, but he walked into a bank and he robbed it. And he, he robbed a bank. Yes, he did. So let's go back a little bit. So money stopped coming in. He's moving every which way. Back and forth. He was he actually he was away up north, and then all of a sudden he was back in the Knoxville area. And. and and he said he missed Lauren and he wanted to see her. So before he robbed the bank, how long had it been? Since I had gotten something? Or gotten something or even heard from him. Uh, I would get calls from him. He'd say, just be patient. You know, I'm starting a new job. And I knew what that meant. That could be weeks because when you start a new job, they hold a paycheck. Right. So I was just kind of getting used to it. And I never wanted to pressure him because he was kind of a loose cannon. Right. So I was just kind of, I was never a naggy type person with him with that, with the money. And and he was always, in the beginning, he was always help, helping. So I didn't so, want to do yes, that. So, yes, right. Didn't, you know, I didn't want to do that. I, I just didn't want to push him. Right, and, and then you were getting stronger independent, right. uh, independence and self-worth in herself oh, because absolutely. she was providing for her own uh, mm -hmm. household. Yes. So he robs a bank. Uh, yes, and he was incarcerated, and he got, unfortunately, 10 years. So now what's happened is oh, it was bad enough, the emotional of losing my husband, the love of my life, and that I was dealing with. Now I... I then it, now it turned into a crisis. So yes. did they, I mean, did the police come to you or? No, no, they Thank didn't. God. They just went right, they they found him like three hours later. And I don't know, it's almost. So he's, he got 10 years because I guess he had a gun. Yes. So, you know, the gun charge and all that. Right. And, well, federal. But three hours later. Yeah, I. that's why a part, and this, it's very sad I, I, for Michael because I think. 
I don't know if he just didn't care. I think he, it's almost like he threw in the towel. Like he just, I don't know. I don't really know what he was thinking. Uh -huh. um, I didn't, I've never really talked that deeply about what, all I know is I know he felt that he owed a lot of people money and, and it's so sad because if you saw him before when he, he was the businessman, he, you would well never think he would do that. He was generous. He, he's a hard working man. I so it was no, it didn't didn't. But make the sense. cover of God came off. Yeah, off that's, of that's it. That's the cover it. was and gone. And he, if he was sitting here talking to you, he would admit that to you. You may be interviewing him one day. Yeah. Oh wow. The cover of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people sit and say, and I tell people this. You can say you believe in God. Okay, we glad. You believe in God, but you've got to pray, read scripture, and and really have a relationship with Him, because that covering can come oh, off yeah. of you before you even I it's mean scary. even know it. And then when that covering comes off, it's a beating. Okay, and let me tell you, you have to watch who you surround. Oh, speak too. about that. Yes, to have mentors mm. and uh, just to have that. Constantly, yes. Be careful of who. I mean, yeah, you can go out and help people, and do, but yes. you need who, the people that you surround yourself with day in and day out. Be careful with that because you yes. can slowly fall away. Yes, and before you know, you're out there willing to leave. Because <laughs> Michael went out with coworkers to a bar. One thing led to another, and he was messing around on his wife. So don't don't can, don't think it can't happen. Right. And for the record, I, I know it sounds like I'm probably sticking up for him a lot because I guess I don't want to paint this picture. Right. I want everyone to understand he was a wonderful person and yes. people loved him. No, and, I I don't look at it as you taking up for him. Right. I think I, know, some I, look, like, I look at it as you seeing both sides. Right. And, and I, that's what God does for you. That's where real forgiveness comes. You probably, you said to me, Yvonne, I don't know if I've forgiven no. him yet. <laughs> I think you have, but you haven't healed from it yet. Because for you not to have anger, that, that you, have, you, you have not had any, on camera and off camera, <laughs> she has not had any anger towards this person, okay? Forgiveness, that's what forgiveness brings. Is a peace, not so much that you're that you are just like, oh, well, they can do it again to me. Not no, that kind no. of. But God wants us to forgive to a point that it betters us inside. That doesn't mean that you're healed from it. It doesn't mean that you don't have any pain. It's just a process of that. But for someone to sit and say, I don't want to paint this side of a picture. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you have a child, and most women that are scorned, you're not a scorned woman. Most women that are scorned would never, well, they could they could care less what image they're painting. Well, technically, I have been scorned. But yeah, but you, but you scorn to the point of not speaking ill. Right. Okay, you want people to know there was a good Michael. Right. There, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There was a good Michael. There was a good man, mm -hmm. provider, husband. Father, I, he was a great father to Lauren. Yes. They were probably tighter. Than, they actually were when he, when she was little. They were tighter together than me and her. her I can dad. see that because, you and know, girls are closer yeah, to their dads. They just adored him. They are. She still loves 
her dad. Oh, I believe it. You know, she's got some anger toward him, but she loves him. She speaks. He said, I'm just happy she'll talk to me. Yes. You know, um, because some kids at this, you know, after, you know, there's, you know, there's times she's like, where is he? You know, she, yes. she wants him, you know, on the front porch, saving her from these, all these boys that like her. You right. Know, she, I got to do that. And now. she's gorgeous. She's yes, gorgeous. She uh, so once he robbed the bank and the process of going to court and all that. Well, now I had to deal with truly no one income. One See, income. before at least I knew here and there something. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to prison. Game over. There's no. Did y'all hear that? Game over. Yeah. I mean, I, to be blunt, that's it. So that's when. I and that's like, what women have to see. Yes. Is that even though whatever your life is right now, you don't know. You've got, and like I said, I don't want to say plan B, but you've got to know that, okay, I can't look at my life as right now. I've got to know that if something ever happens, mm -hmm. death, anything, David right. getting sick, any, any of that, mm -hmm. I've got to know I can provide for my right. family. And I think a lot of women get called up into the present mm -hmm. of their life. Right. What presently they're in and the husband is paying these bills and mm -hmm. we are living this life. Right. But you got no warning. No. Of no. Michael, what was to come. I got I didn't get a warning. Mm -mm. In twenty four hours my life had changed and I couldn't go back. And so the biggest thing with that is but we're not scorned. That's the best right. part. It's well, strengthened. And, and joy has returned. Um, yes. And I can enjoy things again. Uh, like I said, for those years uh, before I, I mean, it was bad. People were really worried about that, about me with that. And um, yes. I did get some help. Um, I did go to, to therapy for a little bit, but I didn't That's really. Good. Yeah. And I, and I'll be honest with you, the one-on-one -on -one didn't really work for me. They weren't telling me much more than a good friend was right. telling me. But I did go to um, a group and I would like to mention this group. Because go ahead. It's very helpful. Because um, it's all over, anywhere you are, you can find one. Just look it up. It's called Divorce Care. And this, it, it's Bible-based. Oh, that's um, good. Oh, yes. and um, It's called Divorce Care. Divorce Care, just, just Google it um, and see what it is, where you can find it in your neighborhood. Now, it's in churches, but let me tell you, this is no little mamsy-pamsy church group. This was an important tool that got me to the, where I am now. Because okay. when I was at, when I was the lowest, when Michael when I first left and I was sick and I couldn't function and family was getting mad at me, the first thing I remember Bob and Carolyn, they're little directors, they're wonderful people. Um, when okay. I went there, the first thing he stood up, he said, "Stop talking to your family about it. They do not understand." And I agree. And it just it made me realize, okay, I'm yes. not crazy. You need to go to people right. that real. It's right. the same thing I say about real estate. If you hire a professional to guide you in selling and buying your house, mm -hmm. you don't need to talk to friends and family because they're going to always oh, paint yeah. their yeah. situation. When I bought my house, I got this deal and da 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 da, and it's always going to be a better deal than what you got. Right. So you got to go to the people and trust the people that are the professional. And yes. those, uh, Bob they and Carolyn, were the professionals yes. in, in divorce. They're saying, okay, look, I'm going to help you reestablish your mind, 
body and soul in in you know therapy yes in, you know this and group it's a therapy. 12 it's a 12 week course and i have to tell you i almost didn't go um i had a friend actually my sister had told me about it and i i said okay and i saw it was on the marquee at, at a church okay and i i was gonna go and i go every day to work and see it on the way home and it was getting closer and the day that it, that I was supposed to go that night, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to go. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I literally got physically sick. I thought I was going to vomit. I had a pole on the side of the road, and it was the Lord. He says, oh, you're going. And not only are you going to go for the full 12 weeks, you're going to go a second time. Really? And I did. I you said, went Okay. I went twice. And that's what got you yes, yes. Through. To, through. It made me understand why I was feeling and why I was so heartbroken and it's like a tearing of a limb when you divorce people make so light of it but yes. it is not divorce is it hard. is not and when you make that promise in front of god uh -huh. it is it's serious it is and, it is yeah. and you know what i'll say this cuz like i mean you were in a situation you had divorced I michael had no choice. but i know you probably still felt like the commitment you have there you know you're like oh i made a commitment I, that's where i think being equally yoked and, and and going in the right direction and God's direction comes come forth, you know, because if you're not equally yoked, you know, I've went through a divorce and even, and I wanted the divorce, mm -hmm. but I was still broken. I was going to say, even the ones that you, that make the choice, I was broken. They still feel it. I you made every one it. of my girlfriends go the day I went to go get my divorce, they were all lined up on a on a, uh, a bench in the courtroom, and I'm standing up there while the judge is talking to me. I'm bawling, crying. Right. This is a divorce I wanted. Right. Bawling, crying. We all walked out looked like little sir, soldiers, and I'm bawling, crying. Now, granted, afterwards they took me to lunch and we went and got our nails and feet done, and I felt really good, mm -hmm. you know, because they were there for me, but. But divorce is hard. Yes. I don't care who wants exactly. it or don't want it. Exactly. You know, but I do say that you, when you said, if a man wants to leave, let yes. him go. Yes, yes. If That's a man right. tells you they don't want to be with you, let them go. Right. Because all you're doing is setting yourself up for more heartache. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's the biggest mistake that I made, you know, now in hindsight. Yeah, when I'm, when I, because you, you wanted know, your family. Yes. I wish the minute he said that, I should have even I'd let him go and then go ball your eyes out. Yes. I just let him go. Yeah. So Michael is in prison now. Mm -hmm. um, he, how long has he been in? Um, he's been in now for, I think, what is it, four years? Four years. Yeah. So what, what relationship do y'all have now? Well, um. We speak. He, he call. He does call me about once a month. He he speaks to Lauren at, well, at least once a week. Okay. Um. They they talk. He does call me about once a month. It's it's really mainly about Lauren. We do have a beautiful child together. Okay. Um. Every now and again, I'll even send some pictures of her. Right. Uh, to him. Yes. Um. Because uh, he's missing out on her entire. Life, yes. Sadly. Um, You're a good woman. But we um. He has thanked me for taking very good care of of Lauren, and and he said I'm doing a great job. And That's he, amazing. And, and he did recently send me a little note, and he wished me a happy birthday. And he did say, he said, thank you for not hating me, and I hope one day you can forgive me. Did he? Yeah. So you basically 
suck it up, buttercup. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for my daughter. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I'm a co-parent on a phone. Exactly. You're co-parenting. I am. You know, you're allowing your daughter, no matter what happened, transpired between you and him, no matter what he exposed her to, you're still co-parenting because you're allowing her to speak to her yes, father. Yes, I'm not going to take that away from no, her. No, no. Um, I know she loves him. And uh, and I tell women, no matter what your relationship is, that has nothing to do with that child. No. And your daughter is going to be better by you allowing yes. that. and we did enough damage. You know. You know, I mean, it, yeah. everything that's Yeah. Happened, it's like, let's just, you know. But you know what? The best part about it is, is this kid is closer to God. She said God is the one got her through this. Even when mom, you know, was very depressed naturally, mm-hmm. you're going to be depressed. Even when you could not fend for her like you normally would, mm-hmm. she still was, God still covered her. Yes. The covering was on yes, her. The covering was on you. Mm-hmm. He, Michael took that covering off of him. Yeah. You know, um, and when she says about surrounding yourself with good people and be careful, I tell people all the time, I, me and David counsel a lot yeah. of different couples and different people and, and all that kind of stuff, but I pray over my house. Mm-hmm. I pray over my, um, my family, my marriage, whatever, because... People can tell you things, you'll start reacting to them and not realizing that you're allowing their situation to, to filter in. Yes. 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 So I pray that off yes. um, a lot of times. So tell me this. Who is Elizabeth now? Well, once I realized I was really on my own, um, I had to do what I had to do. To keep a roof over our head. Yes. And um, for a little bit, I actually had a couple of roommates. Okay. They were wonderful, wonderful people. But after the second one, Lauren was like, please, Mom, no more roommates. It's hard yes. when you're adults. Oh, it is. I, and I, it is. I, I Even though they were wonderful. Oh, and they were wonderful roommates. Um, but you're adult people in, in a house. And I and my I have a working house. My kitchen yes. is a little 12 by 14 with one oven. And I, I'm throwing a bait i have bakery out of there yes technically. exactly so it's always chaotic in there it's always messy it's constant so i couldn't have really have roommates so after so, they left so, so to provide you you had roommates i had roommates. you did everything you I could did, do to even provide. that was it was uncomfortable it was you know tough there for a while i did that um and i kicked up the the baking and i'm thankful for that because during the time of my lowest i couldn't bake i didn't bake those for those years that's a yes. very, it's a very creative thing that my case. yes and when you're that in that mindset i couldn't I, I couldn't do it but i'm i'm thankful that god started bringing back the desire again yes um but now it is hard i'm not gonna say can i just say this ella I'm tired. She said, I'm tired, <laughs> y'all. I'm tired. I, I work. I really do work a lot. Um, you do. You I, work two jobs. I do. Technically, yeah, I do. And I'm she talking. still greets you with a smile. I do. I do. I, I mean, she still <laughs> greets with a smile, with a hug. You know, she came in with baked goods for me. And believe me, when I come off this podcast, I'm going to be eating them. Uh, so, Elizabeth has found back Elizabeth, yes. it sounds like. Slow. It was a slow climb. I just started. You know, I looked at a life as um, 
as a, a, a fast-moving train, uh -huh. and for a while I was out in the field. Yes. And different, the way I look at it is there was all these people on that train, and first, you know, getting that job, that was the first line, and then yes. line out there. And then somebody um, wanting to get some cakes, that's pulling me Yes. Back. All of a sudden, I am on the train. And yes. now, but, but now, Elizabeth's not going to steer the train. I'm letting God steer. There you go. <laughs> Did you? I, we're going to end it that way. She said she's not going to steer her train. God's going to steer that train. This whole podcast is about seeking God, putting God first. And putting him in control. And putting him in control and, and trusting, you know, trusting him and having true faith. I would like to take this moment. Please tell him what your business name is and how they can contact you. Okay, my business is called Sugar Dumplings, and you can find me on Facebook. Yes. Uh, it's in there. It's in Maryville, Tennessee. The number is 865-456-5173. Sugar Dumplings, it's in Blount County, but she services a lot oh, of counties. Yes, yes. And it's Sugar Dumplings, uh, you can find her on Facebook, 865-456-5173. 5173. Know this, Yvonka Landis is here to inspire you, and she's going to inspire you with the stories like Elizabeth and all the other guests that come on here. We're here to inspire you to be all you can be and be that overcomer, not that victim. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the First Family of Real Estate. And check us out on the web, www.YavankaSalesRealEstate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.